Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're listening to The Cricket Podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Cricket Podcast. Or perhaps we should rename ourselves the Rain Podcast. I'm no, Jack no, Hope. No, no. no it has got to be the Pack Bean Podcast, I reckon. Pack Bean Podcast. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, I'm Jack Hope. I'm joined by Ross. We're going to be talking about rain. We're going to be talking about Pack Bean. We're going to be talking about Zimbabwe with reference to Pack Bean. And there were two other cricket matches yesterday, which were walkovers. We'll, we'll probably mention them as well. And then we'll have a look at what's going to happen at the weekend. There's a load of repercussions to, well, what's happened over the last couple of days. The tournament, which keeps on giving. And, it, and, and, and gave, taking away. And taking away. What's it taking away? The, 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 uh, the cricket itself. The rain itself. Oh, oh away I see. I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm not on the same page there. Taketh away. Not on the same page there. Um, Ross, where do you want to start? Um, well, let's let's keep people wanting more, right? When it comes to the Pat Bean side of things, um, <laughs> because I think that's going to be the real bread and butter of this show. Um, Shall we go back to the South Africa game? And start yeah, there? sure. Right, yeah. Let's. Let, why don't we do it chronologically? Um, nothing happened today, so that that will mean we can wrap up the show very quickly uh, <laughs> if, if we start to overrun. Um, yesterday, Pakistan took on Bangladesh. Uh, at Pakistan took on Bangladesh. South Africa, South, Africa. Took on Bang- South Africa took on Bangladesh uh, and curb stomped them. Um, that's the summary. They they won by what nearly a hundred runs. They no, scored two hundred, hundred four runs. Riley Russo gets a ton. Quinton de Kock scores a, a bunch more himself. He's having a pretty good tournament. Uh, and <laughs> Bangladesh basically didn't know what to do, so they they lost. Um, <laughs> but what are your what are your first thoughts? Um, well, Riley Russo. Uh, is he the first person to hit back-to-back T20 centuries? Um, I mean, this was a pretty pretty good going. And his last four innings have been 0-0, like 109, 107 or something like that. Uh, it was a rich vein of form. So he's only um, averaging 50. Yeah, it's, it's disappointing. Um, for South Africa, what I like about them at the moment, and I think people can't, people have to start considering these guys as the potential winners of this tournament, purely on the facts 
that they are adopting a famous IPL tactic, which which we have observed. Um, they're doing the sacrifice. That's oh. what they're doing. The, the sacrifice oh. theory is going back. So for those who don't know, the sacrifice theory is when you take a certain player um, and you sacrifice him to the cricketing gods uh, <laughs> so that all your other players can play better. And that's yeah. the only explanation I can see for what is happening with Bavuma at this point in time. Um, so, yeah. What is It works well. Um, this year, for example, classic example of this year, Coley at RCB, he was rubbish. Um, people were like, maybe we should drop him for, you know, this random other guy nobody's ever heard of. They didn't. They kept playing him. He kept getting zeros and ones. They got a 50 or 50 at one point, didn't they? And everyone was like, oh, Coley's back. But what actually was happening there was they were sacrificing Coley so that they could get good luck in other areas. Uh, and they made the playoffs. Um, interesting, interesting idea uh, that you come up with there, I think. Yeah. Uh, and it could, it could well be true. It could well be true. Um, they, they do. I, 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 think, I think your point about them potentially winning the tournament um, is, is, is probably valid as well. I mean... Thanks to thanks to Zimbabwe, and we'll, we'll, we'll get on to that. The their rain off also against Zimbabwe probably isn't going to come back to to haunt them. Mm-hmm. Um, they're playing pretty good cricket. They're going to make it to the semi-finals. And then it's two 50-50 shots, and when you have guys like Riley Russo and Quinton de Kock, um, you, you're always going to be in every game, and that's before we even talk about their bowling. Um, fierce, fierce bowling, proper fierce bowling. Yeah, I would not like to face Unric Nokia at the best of no. times, let, let, let alone on that pitch that they were, they were playing on. Um, it was yeah, pretty scary. Um, but what I liked about this was that this is the frailty that you see also in the Bangladesh setup. Like they looked so undercooked, so underprepared. Um, and it probably comes from them not playing on any surfaces that ever represent this type of cricket, right? Um, and you look at the South Africa lineup with De Kock and Riley Russo both being the formidable left-handers that they are. Um, when they've only pretty much got good left-arm slow bowlers with a with Mustafa Zier and um, mm. I mean the rest of their paces aren't brilliant. Let's be fair. Um, like it's 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 it's, it's going to be a trouncing. That was the only way this game was going to go. And um, as we probably have some Bangladesh fans listening, but they will probably agree that Bangladesh. Are lucky to be in the qualif- uh, in the in this stage of the tournament. Like they should have been in the group stage. Like they are bad at cricket at the moment, um, and it's uh, quite disappointing to see. Yeah, I mean, I think they're they're getting better in some other formats. This format in particular, though, they are well, they're a disaster, aren't they? There's no, there's no other way to put it. Um, they're, <laughs> they're, they're, <laughs> that's they're it's horrible. Good. We don't want to be saying that, do we? We don't want to be saying that, but that's what, that's what it is. Uh, yeah. Uh, anything else from this match to take? I mean, I, it was. It's not. Uh, I, I don't want to like talk down the South Africa performance. Um, I, I, it, it sets them up quite well to go through. It gives them a good net run rate boost. Um, get some of their players into form. I do think as well, though. It, it's probably it's probably worth less. So you know, it, we should probably learn less from them beating Bangladesh than. Um, them playing basically any other team in this tournament. Yeah, uh, it's uh, 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 is, is um... but, but but you have to put away what's in front of you, right? England have failed to do that. Pakistan have yeah, failed to do that. Of course, and, um, of course. Yeah, South Africa. Yeah, clinical, clinical. Yeah, right. the The next game uh, after that was India. India played a game of cricket, didn't they? 
Who were they playing, Ross? <laughs> uh, they were playing the Mighty Netherlands. And um, it was, I, just, I mean, I just used the word clinical. This was a clinical performance from India. This was a, like, no risk. We are just going to go and batter the Netherlands here. I wouldn't we... say they battered them, to be honest. Uh, I, I think the game was completely in their control. Okay, maybe they battered, they dominated. There was no point that the control got into the Netherlands' hands. India were always the favourites. They established their dominance and they continued to establish that dominance across the whole game. Is my yeah, I, I, I'd say I'd say that that's probably a fair reflection. Though, like a team in a football match, you know, um, it doesn't really happen anymore because the the difference between the good and the bad teams is so much. But like Chelsea always used to win like two 0 at Stamford Bridge. Do you remember those days <laughs> with Mourinho? It was like they took no risks. Uh, the other team would have one shot in the whole game, and they'd score two goals, maybe one from a set piece. Wouldn't be that interesting to watch. But like you, you were left in no doubt at the end of the game that Chelsea were the best team. Does that make? Does that? Yeah, does that, yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's what that's what India were here. I thought um, they weren't, you know, mega exciting with the bat. And at points, actually, they were quite boring. Such dull. dull. Yeah, yeah. Um, Syracuse, Yadav and Kohli a little bit at the end did some fireworks to to, to make it good, uh, or not to make it good, but to like show that they they could if they wanted to get 200 against them and they just weren't going to try um, <laughs> this, is what, this is what i found really interesting right because uh, 179 for two that, you've left runs out there like yeah, there's, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. there's no doubt about it you've not used up your resources in a way that you were on like 45 after eight overs ross yeah you're sitting there going like what is going on and it, it must have just seen like oh there's been some upsets in this tournament we are not going to go down that route um kale rahul I thought it was going to get century. Um, yeah, he got, he got triggered. Wasn't out. Should have reviewed it. When you're the best player, why did why don't you review it? Like it was. Well, bad. I mean that that's a good point. If you are if you are king legend to cricket, you should be reviewing. Should be reviewing. You should, you shouldn't be listening. You shouldn't be listening to a, a mere mortal like Rohit Sharma <laughs> who tells you that it's it, the ball's going to miss uh, that you were out. I did. I, yeah. I mean, I didn't get that. I don't understand why you're not reviewing re- reviewing that. I mean, it, it, worst case scenario, surely you're thinking umpires call LBW there. And and um, what's good, uh, really like if you think of the grand scheme of this game against the Netherlands, an LBW decision against one of your players later on in the innings isn't going to make any difference either. So you might as well. <laughs> I'm not out. Like I'm not. Like you might as well. Yeah, uh, I mean, to be, yeah, they'd be lucky if they got another LBW appeal, given <laughs> yeah. the the difference in. in... In ability, oh, oh, maybe that's a bit harsh. There's a couple. Of, I think a couple of the, the 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 Dutch bowlers came out of this match with a little bit of credit as well. Particularly yeah, towards the end, they looked like it was going to go, or it looked like it was going to really be a massacre. And then the last sort of four overs, I think they they did control the rate um, a little, and and uh, well, I, I wouldn't say salvaged a, a chaseable score, but didn't concede 200, which is a pretty good performance, I think, if you're Netherlands against India. That's a that's a, that's the biggest mismatch in the tournament I think we've seen so far. It might be the biggest mis- mismatch we will see. Well, it will be, I think, the biggest mismatch we see. Period. Um, and and the Netherlands have only lost by 56 runs, yeah. which is all right for a team of people. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. They're never going to win, were they? <laughs> but. Um, <laughs> Ah, we've got a super chat. Thank you, Swadin, um, for for sending that over. Yeah, and, and what, to, uh, happy with us. What, what was quite interesting to see, like there was a, there's a lot being made of Cody getting back to form, and Cody was in good touch, right? He was in really yeah, good yeah, touch, yeah. but he was also doing that classic thing where he was like 35 or 35 balls, and I was I was just sitting there, just like if I'm an India fan, like do I just want to win this game, 
probably yes is probably the answer. Yeah. Or do I want to go out on a World Cup stage and I want to see fireworks? Over? I, I want to, I, like, there's nothing wrong with Cody's performance against Pakistan. Incredible. Absolutely incredible. Yeah. Sky's performance here was better than Cody's. Was better than Cody's. Well, Sky won the man of the match, deservedly so. Yeah. And, and, um, but there, and there was a bit of challenge. Even on the BBC, I think I posted it up on our Twitter. I've been like, it was the always the clickbait title of another Coley masterclass. He was majestic. <laughs> and he, he, was, he was all right. He was all right. Yeah, he was pretty good. He was playing the Netherlands and he got 60 or 44. Like, yeah, it's, you're, you're it's, like, probably, it's like a seven out of 10 performance. Yeah, you're taking it, aren't you? Yeah, you're, you're, you're taking it, but Sky has come in and obliterated it, and it's just a little bit the same. Sometimes the old traditional view of you've hit the highest score, therefore you must be the best batter in, the, in that scenario, actually doesn't come true. And I'm, I was very happy that Sky ended up with the uh, the man of the match award, player of the match award, um, because yeah, it's it's nice to have uh, proper talent and proper performances rewarded. Um, someone in the chat, Samra, has said, son of Harry Potter and Daniel Vittori was very impressive. Would like to see more of that guy. I don't know if he's talking about one of us or Tim Pringle. I think, I think um, he's talking about Tim Pringle. Tim Pringle. <laughs> <laughs> he was good. He was good. No, we didn't get any. Nobody uh, sent us any photos of him signing a Pringles can on <laughs> after after this game, which which was maybe my highlight of the tournament from Noah. Uh, back in the, in the in the qualifier stage, um, Ross, I've got a question for you. Uh, Virat Kohli, we talk about boundary percentage on this show sometimes. Eleven uh, percent boundaries in, in that innings, not great, um, but he keeps a high strike rate, one forty, or, or walks off the pitch with a high strike rate, one forty. Do you think that he's in his element here? Do you think the the Kohli type player, um, well, Kohli specifically, uh, are are doing better than they would in if if this tournament were held? on pitches where the boundaries were sort of 55 metres instead of 75 metres. Is, is the is the nerd lit into gaps and have all the shots, but perhaps not have the firepower to completely obliterate a team? Is, is that batter more valuable in, in this World Cup? So I'm, I'm actually really glad you raised that because I watched a, an interview earlier with uh, Andrew McDonald, who's the Australia coach. Um, and he was talking about Steve Smith and saying that actually that they've got a 15-man squad, every player is in consideration, um, but based upon what we are seeing happening in this tournament, Steve Smith has gone up in their estimations and up in their bit, right? So that so it is going into it's it's, it's going into the cricketing uh, managers at the moment and selectors, and it is quite interesting that we are seeing teams like fundamentally fail. They, they are like, they're not being able, they can't go in here unless you're Marcus Stoinis with your with your huge muscles. Um, people are yeah. struggling to hit sixes. Um, there's not too many people who are hitting fours either on that regular basis um i think what south africa's is the only game that's gone over 200 um in in this in this stage um and yeah the likes of coley must be sitting again one the pitches are pretty good like you, you're not there's not you really can't battle good. them yeah, yeah there's no there's, there's no there's no real demons in the pitch um the, the fielders you, you can't even see the fielders like they're so <laughs> far away um, and if and if it's got a camber, like the Tottenham Hotspur pitch has a camber, like if you yeah. used to stand at White Hart Lane, you could like a six foot tall person could stand at one side. They would not be able to see another six foot person at the, at the centre spot. You'd be too low down. The camber would be too. Yeah, great. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I wonder. I, I, like, in, yeah, I think you're right. I think Cody is in his element here, um, and the batsmen who can occupy the crease. They've typically done better in this tournament, right? There's been a couple of outlying performances, but the ones who have actually batted through the anchors, I suppose, have been quite valuable um, in this tournament. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'd agree with that. I mean, that's something I've been thinking. I'm not, 
I'm not 100% sure I'm going to go all in on the theory yet. Um, but I do I, I do think we've seen that to some extent. I mean, if you actually look through the top run scorers, there aren't there aren't that many people that that uh, jump out as having had a great tournament and necessarily falling into that bracket. I know we're only sort of halfway through the group stage here. Coley's got 144 runs from his two knocks. Kusel Mendes has 176 from five, probably would be in that, that bracket too. Sikanda Raza probably in that bracket too, 145 from five. Um, and then like there's loads of Irish players and Quinton de Kock, who definitely isn't in that bracket, but but you know <laughs> but historically has been like his strike rate is around 130. Uh, it's a bit higher, isn't it? I I, I Quinton de Kock is more of a boundary striker than Coley. Like, yeah, Coley is a is is a, a, a fantastic non-boundary strike rate player. He's not so, a player. Uh, yeah, a player who Coley will score, a, you know, a runner ball without hitting a boundary, and then any, if he hits a boundary, that's that's where you get his. The, that's the bonus runs to get you a a, a higher strike rate. Most or, or most effective T Twenty batters, it's the other. It's sort of the other way around. The non-boundary strike rates quite low. They don't hit many ones and twos. They don't find the gaps very well at all. But they smash a bunch of sixes and fours. So you know, it's it's like dot dot six dot four. Is there mm. is how is how Tim David bats, isn't it? Or or Marcus Stoinis. What about this? Muscle Stoinis. <laughs> as, as a baby name? No, no, no. For for Stoinis. People but call muscle. him Stoin, don't they? Yeah. Muscles Stoinis. If we just drop the Marcus. <laughs> just, 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 just muscles. Just call him muscles. Maybe <laughs> that's what we should maybe on the podcast from now on. We don't refer to Marcus Stoinis as that. We just call him muscles. And then he has got him. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the other thing is that there are some players or some teams rather who really can't play in the conditions. Uh, we've, we've talked about Bangladesh. Um, I think we'll, we'll move on to Pakistan in, well, in probably five seconds, but like, there, there was, a, there was an interesting, I don't know what it meant. I, I will, I'll, I'll say this a bounce percentage chart that Freddie Wild from Crickfish shared. And um, the, the bounce percentage in Australia is 66%. And the bounce percentage in Pakistan, where it's the, the lowest bounce percentage, is like 31%. Right. I, I don't know what a bounce percentage is. It's, it's a classic Crickviz um, conundrum, that, I think. Um, it's not even like an amount of bounce, is it? Like, you're, what is a bounce percentage? Anyway, we, it we, probably makes we, we know someone. Maybe we can ask it. Yeah. Maybe we can ask I mean, I, I would speculate it's something like when a ball is bowled at 140 kph on a length, when it, for, you know, if it's released from two metres, how much of the two metres and bounce does it get when it goes past the batsman? So is it 66% of two metres, for example, or 31% of two metres? Could be something like that. Um, anyway, we're, we, we're speculating a little bit. But like, there are some teams playing in, in, in very, very different conditions. Coley is clearly a player who can adapt to you know, varying conditions, excellent test batter, always made runs in Australia. Yeah. Um, so, so he's probably loving it. And it, that might explain why some of the other anchors, Rizwan and Baba, haven't adapted, probably less experienced playing in Australia. Um, and and while we're saying that, that, you know, it's perfect for Coley, perhaps that's not true for, for all anchors. Perhaps it's, perhaps it's you need to be good in Australia and you need to be an anchor to be good in this T20 tournament. Or yeah. muscle stoyness. Muscles. No, you have to be muscles. Yeah. I don't know. I kind of want to say muscle stoyness. Okay. There's a lot of S's there. A lot of sibilance. (laughs) (laughs) It's a lot of sibilance. Right, Ross. Um, India. Anything else in India? Um, No. Yeah. Cool. Um, 
before we move on to to pack bean the the raisin detriment of this this podcast uh, a quick message to all you people out there on whatever platform you're on to like and subscribe to the cricket podcast we've got 100 or so people watching along now but only 22 likes that's disgraceful come on, oh, come on help us out that. help us bust the algorithm um we've had we've had a pretty big uptick in in listenership as well so thanks if you're if you're listening along during this tournament um good to good to have you you with us and we've got a patreon which is in the show notes patreon.com for slash the cricket pod for bonus content and to help us keep the show on the road right um pakistan took on zimbabwe uh Zimbabwe batted first they made 30 in the first three overs or 33 in the first three overs very good start no yeah. wickets you're thinking oh hello there's going to be Pakistan uh, or Zimbabwe have, have, have come to play here and then Zimbabwe didn't sort of they didn't really make any runs for, for quite, quite a long time actually <laughs> still <laughs> they stood very still um at the 15 over mark they were just over a run a ball on on 95 uh, but managed to, to piece something together over the last six to, to at least keep that going and, and post 130. 130 isn't that many. Um, I think Pakistan were probably 95% favourites at that, that point in time. I have a theory, and we'll talk about this, that they just thought they would win this match and didn't think about the plan, didn't think about what they would do in, in different situations, um, didn't even contemplate the idea that Zimbabwe would bowl really, really well, particularly with the new ball in the power play. And they found themselves in a whole heap of trouble. They did, didn't score any runs. 36 for three after nearly eight overs. Uh, they were behind where Zimbabwe are at the same point in terms of wickets lost and runs scored. A little bit of a recovery. There was a little bit of a recovery. Um, Sham Masood batted all right. I saw some people having a go at him, and I was like, he is not the person. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He is not the problem in, in this match. Uh, he gets out, skipping ahead a little bit, with five overs to go, uh, and it is trouble for Pakistan. It brings in Mohamed Wazim. He looked like he never batted in his life. Uh, Mohamed Nawaz had the weight of the world on his shoulders, um, and I think that 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 pressure probably told recent events probably told Pakistan for one run short. I mean, we'll talk about the the last the war, some of the some of the drama. But um, I, my my top level take on this one: Zimbabwe bowled excellently, really, really you know top bowling. Two, Pakistan you you can't you can't go into a, a, a contest against uh, you know any team really. But particularly, like, you know, a, a decent team. Zimbabwe aren't a bad team. They've, they've got recent re- results. You can't go in and just assume you'll win because you bowled quite well. Well, Pakistan, <laughs> uh, Pakistan have lost to Zimbabwe as well in the last 12 months. Like, it's not, it's not like a, one of those things where you're sitting there going, oh, my God. Like, pa- Pakistan, as uh, well, the cricket Twitter we follow, has melted down. Like, it is quite staggering. Like, the, uh, like, the level of upset here, I don't think, is, is, is quite... On, on par with the level of upset they've actually got, I don't think. I think Zimbabwe, as you said, they played well. Um, 130 should not be enough. Like, that should be a canter for a team like this, especially yeah. built the way um, Pakistan... Got three anchors. Yeah, they literally have the whole and team... And whatever Iftikhar is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 55 years old. Um, <laughs> and I think when it, comes to, when it comes to this performance, yeah, Zimbabwe can look on... At, Look back at it with a lot of pride, um, and like, it went right down to it. They kept their nerve. Like, I mean, the keeper dropped the ball, and then still, like, didn't. didn't oh, that was amazing. That. He was like, "No, I'm still, I'm still here. I'm still doing that." And actually, in a moment like that, it's quite easy to be like, "I fucked it up." And actually, he didn't. 
Yeah. Um, well, yeah, I mean, Pakistan knew that. I, I, I think they just really kept their heads in a way that Pakistan at no point in the innings really did. I mean, the only player who actually comes out of it with any credit at all is Shamsud. And even he managed to get stumped down the leg side, which is sort of a slightly, a slightly dismal way to get out. Um, I, I, yeah, I, I just thought, I just thought you have to show a little bit of aggression. You have to yeah. be a little bit brave. Pakistan, I, 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 I suspect that they probably were a little bit worn out by the whole India experience, and and when they came off at what, when they bowled well and, and kept Zimbabwe to one hundred thirty probably just relaxed a little bit and and didn't do the basics you can't you can't in a power play just not try and hit any runs like they <laughs> they did they just didn't try they didn't take on a single bowler they just let Zimbabwe bowl to them and Zimbabwe you know have have they're not they're not pie chuckers these guys are bowling 85 plus bouncy wicket the ball's coming through well um you you have to do something to to, to fight back a little you can't just let them bowl to you and um well pakistan did and i, I think they paid the price i, I i'm happy for zimbabwe I'm really happy for zimbabwe i thought that how brave they were they just kept coming like when when the, you know they had the early breakthroughs that really brought them into the game then shamasud and shadab khan quietened it down for a little bit then they got another couple of breakthroughs sikander raza uh two and two balls yeah mate he's gonna get an ipl contract like, Do you reckon? I, I, I think just by beating Pakistan alone in this one, he <laughs> might, might be a bit of shell. Um, it's a matter of the match. But yeah. like, like he's, he's, he's performed really, really well for them. And this, this is the thing. Sometimes it just takes like the team taking a step up and performing well as a team. And then that one or two people every game just stepping up. He's on three man of the matches. He's going to get three watches from the uh, from the captain. That was that was the deal, wasn't it? Was that, was that it? No, I don't. So tell me. Tell me. Yeah, so Sikander Raz has got a deal with his captain. Um, that if if he got a if the captain got a man of the match, Sikander Raz would buy him a watch. Uh, if it happened the other way around, the captain buys him a watch, and uh, he's got a three man of the match award. So he's he's gonna he's gonna know what the time is in three different time zones. Yeah, that's good. How many? What's the most number of watches you've ever worn in one go? Uh, one but on it's not arm. three. One, one on, on each arm. arm. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but here's here's what. Let's let's turn Raz for a second. I, yeah. His like remodeling of his action, and people, like people might not be aware of this, but he had a, I think he had a tumor in his, in his arm. They get down for like something taken out, um, and there's just not got the strength back in that shoulder to be able to do it. So he remodeled his bowling action and decided to turn himself into Sonal Narayan. Yeah, well, you know, if you're gonna do it, you might as well pick the best bowler in the world. <laughs> but, like you don't want to, you don't want to remodel your action and then you come out in your Unad cat, do you? But it, and it's also it's, it's <laughs> not it's not it's not a bad impression either, is it? He's not, he's not gone. I'm going to be it's Mr. Right. Bean. He's, he's done like Pac Bean and Mr. Bean. That's a good impression. Like Sikanda Raza and the Son of Ryan. It's, not, it's, it's pretty good. Pretty yeah, good. no, it de- you could definitely, it definitely passes. Um, great last over as well from Brad Evans. Uh, really mm-hmm. held his nerve there. And especially after one of the balls, one of the early deliveries in the over got hit for four. Um, so to come back and, and defend, what, four or four, I think it was. Um, so certainly three off the last two. Was was top work. There was a really good video that did the rounds as well of people watching the game at the, the, the sports ground in Harare and going ballistic when Zimbabwe win, which is always good. I like, like that at World Cups when people mm. in the home country uh, go go nuts. Um, Pac Bean, I think that's what we're really here for, isn't it? Um, well, yeah, there's 100 people watching this right now. Uh, <laughs> I, I still don't understand 
what pack bean is. I've not been able to get to the bottom of this. Can you can you tell me? I'm just going to grab my charger. Yeah, so it's Pakistani Mr. Bean. So uh, for those of you who know the Rowan Atkinson character, Mr. Bean, um, I'm pretty sure what has happened is that there was a local event, uh, the agricultural show um, that was supposed to be um, in Zimbabwe. And they thought they were going to get like Rowan Atkinson. They thought they were going to get the British actor um, who was going to come over. And what actually happened is that they sent um, a comedian in his place who was dressed up as <laughs> dressed up as uh, him. And they is yeah the Pakistani version of Mr Bean, and he's been referred to as Pat Bean the whole way through. Um, and it's pretty staggering because he like had a I think he had a um, like an escort to get there as well. Not not like a a, a dodgy escort. He, he had a, like an escort in a car to kind of get to the ground, whatever else, and to kind of get involved. And yeah, the Zimbabweans were not happy. Um, what was Pac been at the game? I, I don't know. It wasn't at the game. It was at the uh, international conference in uh, oh, 2016. Okay. Right. So um, so so let right. Let me get to the bottom of this. Zim- Zimbabweans are unhappy that a Pakistani guy dressed up as Mr. Bean. Yeah, and um, they have taken that anger, let it simmer, waited for a cricket match at a World Cup against Pakistan, and and chosen that point to 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 launch launch missiles and and kick off and well take revenge. Is that what happened? Yeah, I'm, I saw yeah. that the pre- the president of the president of Zimbabwe had a pop, fired a shot of, about yeah. about Pac Bean. Yeah, ne- next time send the real Mr. Bean. I don't know. That's that's, what, still that's, that, I don't, that's winning you votes. That's all I can say. Like, fair play. I still. I mean, uh, there's people telling me to search the image and stuff like that. It, I know. I've seen it. I've seen it. <laughs> it's funny. I still don't really understand. Well, I've seen the tweets. I've read the guy's tweets as he gets more and more angry about <laughs> Pac Bean. But I still don't really understand how this has how this has become a World Cup storyline. Yeah. Well, um, yeah, apparently, so I'm yeah. reading something here. So apparently, he did a uh, he did a comedy show. So his name is, is, is Asif Mohammed, um, okay. and he, he completely flopped at the uh, at the Harar International Conference Center, um, and it cost him ten dollars each. And people were livid um, that, uh, <laughs> to have their to lose their money uh, because he sold himself as yeah, the Pakistan as, as Mr. Bean. So uh, they paid all this money. He's turned up. They've kind of said, well, that's fraud. <laughs> and he's just gone, no, you're a bunch of idiots. Like, I'm clearly Mr. Bean. What are you talking about? Um, and, <laughs> and sometimes you just got to lean into the con, haven't you? Like, that's sometimes you just got to do that. Oh, okay. No, David I've got, Duff, I've, Mr. I've got, Bean's uh, holiday from Cairns to Lahore. <laughs> I respect that. I respect that. Um, yeah, good. So the, I, another fantastic game of the tournament, another great upset. Uh, pr- probably eliminates Pakistan from the the tournament they can get through they just need about nine results to go their way so they need india to win against sri lanka and zimbabwe um they need maybe zimbabwe to lose another match it's it's a little bit there is there there, there is a route to qualification um it assumes that they're going to beat sri lanka uh, south africa as well though and i'm not sure i'm not sure they've got that in their locker um (laughs) to be to be blunt so looks like pakistan are probably going home ross yeah, and, and for for a podcast that spends its life making pretty bold predictions and pontificating um, around relatively loose theories, um, for Pakistan, I think we nailed it in the uh, 
in the preview. Like we've raised doubts around the fitness of Shahid Afridi. Like if he was going to be super fit, then he's such a massive asset for them. If he wasn't going to be fit, then he was going to be a bit of a liability. Um, and I don't think he's taken a wicket yet in this World Cup. No, they were they bowled him out in the middle overs as well. They didn't even bowl him at the death. Um, and we said that the reliance on Rizwan and Baba um, well, can't go on forever, right? That, and if, if you've got a couple of failures, which can easily happen in T20 cricket, because I'm going to press the button, it's a high-variance format, um, that they can't have such a weak underbelly. And they, they obviously brought yeah. in Shan Masood for this tournament um, to kind of shore that up. And it almost worked today as, as that, as that um, piece. Um, and, yeah, it just didn't, unfortunately, for them. Um, and yeah. we, got, we got that right, which is nice. It is. Um, someone asked what happened to Zimbabar. Well, I don't know. I guess he, he's had a rubbish tournament, hasn't he? <laughs> in, in the two matches he's played so far. Um, Ross, we should, let's talk about today. Uh, both matches were rained off. Oh, oh, I think one more point, Pakistan. Okay, okay. Is okay, that okay. We're big fans of redemption arcs, aren't we? On yeah. The show. Um, and Nawaz almost had one. But yeah, like, he didn't. Poor, poor, like he's got out, what, two balls to go? I think it is. Or, or, yeah. Two balls to go, he's got out. Um, and yeah, he was the one who could have, like, he could have brought himself back from the dead. Like, after the India game, um, all the videos for Matt Hayden and Babar Azam kind of sitting there and going, well, we, we win as a team, we lose as a team, don't worry, like we're all in this together kind of thing. Um, they didn't bowl the Waz <laughs> in, the, uh, in, the, in the game against Zimbabwe um, and then he's got out like this. Um, and since then it's been mud-flinging um, from you know, all sides, unfortunately. Um, well, yeah, it is a bit of a shame for him. Is. You, don't want to, you don't want to be the person who loses your country a World Cup match two games in a row in the last over. That's making that's making a name for yourself for all the wrong reasons. <laughs> uh, <laughs> let's be honest. Uh, today there were two rain offs, so Afghanistan was supposed to play Ireland. It's a bit of a shame for Ireland because if they'd won that match, uh, people, some people, you know, all the prediction stuff says Afghanistan have got a better chance of going through than Ireland, which I, I guess might be true because of who they're playing, but they're not that good. Uh, in in these conditions, not in these conditions, particularly with the bat. And I'd have fancied Ireland to pick up another win. Um, It's also for the qualification for the next tournament, a disappointment for them, which is partly what Ireland are playing for. Because if you finish in the top eight, like it's good. You don't have to go through the qualifiers. Um, I'm not going to get into the permutations of that. That's another (laughs) show, but it it would have been, it would have been, it was, it was an important match for Ireland. Um, So for that to, to be rained off is, is disappointing. Um, for them um, and, and puts the chance of them finishing in the top four in the group in, in a little bit of jeopardy. That one, I think they probably would have made it if they'd won. Um, the next game was England v Australia. Everyone was a looking forward one. to it. Yeah, well, it was a big one. It was a, a practically an eliminator match for, for the two teams. Um, it was drawn because... 100,000 tickets sold. Really? Apparently so. Yeah, the full house at the MTG. Yeah, that is a it's a it's a huge shame. Um, nothing happens. It doesn't really make that much difference. So lots of people on on in England were like, "Oh no, England have lost. Their hopes of going through are hanging by a thread now." It's it's I, it's really not changed anything. England <laughs> probably had a thirty five percent chance of going through before the match, and maybe a thirty four percent now. That was a real coin toss of a game. Both both you know, who, you know both teams probably don't mind that they will go on to play other matches and, mm. and they will be the deciding matches. I think Owen Morgan actually said afterwards, and then some people gave him a bit of flack for this, saying that England won't mind that much because they'll see uh, New Zealand as an easier match. 
And I think he's right. I don't necessarily think that, that England are a banker to win it, but England are probably 60-40 against uh, New Zealand, probably 50-50 against Oz. So yeah, it's probably fair. Yeah, Especially the, at the moment, yeah. Yeah. Um, what do you think? Any thoughts? Um, I just think that it's a, the, the weather having this impact is is a bit of a shame. And like the, the time that they're playing um, in Australia at the moment kind of makes... It's, it's a big question mark, isn't it, around um, how these tournaments move forward um, in terms of the schedule and how they end up fitting into yeah. the schedule. Like this is this is mega. You don't get bigger than a T20 World Cup. Like this is the best format at the moment, which is attracting the most attention. You've got some of the, you've got all of the big countries that are there playing off against each other in what is, one, a very, very exciting tournament thus far, but is getting lost to the weather to a certain extent. This is pretty much most of this week to be rained out. Um, and it's a shame they're not playing at the height of summer uh, when and they're going to schedule the bloody farmers yeah. big bash league. Well, I mean they are they are basically going to do that, aren't they? Like it, it it's why this isn't happening either a month later or after Christmas is sort of anyone's guess. I know Australia like they they like having the Boxing Day test and stuff like that. So maybe you can't whack it right in the middle of the the test summer. Maybe they wouldn't have that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's only a month long though, isn't it? <laughs> If we can make the 100 work, you can make the World yeah, Cup. Yeah, you could play it second half of January to the second half of February. Or you could play it... the Well, you can't do it. In, it's a clash with the Football World Cup, which probably went into their thinking as well. But th- I think that window would have been better for, for this. Um, it's, a, it's a shame. It's a shame. It's a shame. Um, but it does mean that there's going to be some drama coming up. Um, big, big ne- next games for us, let's talk about them. Next show we're going to do is on Sunday. We're going to have Dan Weston in the house. Dan Weston in the house. Um, I'm going to be at the NFL, so I think you're doing that show. Enjoy. Lucky me. me. (laughs) Saturday's game. New Zealand v Sri Lanka. Mm -hmm. Big game. It's a big game. game. Because of the rain, New Zealand's fantastic start is is maybe slightly more, slightly less of a fantastic start now. Uh, If they win this, though, I think they're, they're virtually through. Um, there's a big swing I, I, in terms of qualification chances. Whoever wins this is a, is becomes the favourite to get through in the group, effectively. Um, so it, it is huge. New Zealand, I think, are a little bit better than Sri Lanka, but we've been saying it the whole time, Sri Lanka, dark horses. Now, what does dark horse really mean? It probably means, like, the weakest team most likely to have a run. It doesn't mean we think they're going to win the tournament, and I, I think we should should clarify that. But they're, they're, not, they're not mugs. They... they Oh, they were up, they were a little unlucky at the last tournament. They've played some pretty good cricket. They won the Asia Cup. Conditions probably don't suit them. Uh, but I think they can still trouble New Zealand. I'm, I'm going to back New Zealand, but I like Sri Lanka. What do you think? Okay, I'll, I'll back Sri Lanka then. I'll say that I, okay. think Sri Lanka, I think Sri Lanka have got this. I think it was New Zealand were lucky to win the first game against Australia. Like Things went their way. Um, lucky? They won. They got 200. I think they were lucky. Like Finn Allen doesn't do that every day. We can see. Does he? Does he? So no, I'm, I kind of get where you're in, coming from. I'm back in my, my Sri Lankan boys. That's okay. what I'm back in. So, right. uh, uh, yeah. I think we've got quite a few Sri Lanka fans um, throughout this World Cup who have joined us. So welcome. Um, and also, yeah, I'll, I'll back you. Jack likes the Jack. Likes yeah. The look, I think I think New Zealand played the best they could possibly play against Australia. I don't I don't think they were necessarily lucky. Yeah, lucky. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, Sunday, Bangladesh v Zimbabwe. I'm taking Zimbabwe all day long there. Yeah, oh, I, I think so. Like, it'd be, it'd be uh, disappointing. twice on Sunday. It'd be disappointing if they uh, if they do um, kind of some like fall down. But after this, like, you never know. Like, they've 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 got to the top of their Everest, right? They they've yeah. they've had their best 
uh, world, well, best performance in a World Cup for what for ages, for decades. Um, hadn't played international cricket for years as well properly, so um, it's, they might they might be like, do you know, what? we've done what we need to do, and they might just lose to Bangladesh and it could all come crashing down. No, I think they're going to qualify. You reckon they're going to qualify? They reckon yeah, they're semi-finalists. Um, it's a, it's a possibility. It's a possibility that we should take seriously because they have to play the Netherlands and Bangladesh, and if we if we if they get a little luck with rain, yeah. they, they could they could get through. I know we would we would not be uh, we not be against that. Um, okay. well, another tough another tough one for Pakistan. They've got to take on the Netherlands. Um, Tim Pringle. Tim Pringle. He's going to be causing all sorts of bother. Uh, no, come on, Pakistan are going to win that, aren't they? Sure, surely, surely yeah. they bounce back there. And then uh, India v South Africa. That is a huge game. Absolutely, huge. it's a colossus. Yeah, that is that is the. That is the two people who have performed the best so far out of this tournament. I think yeah. in New Zealand. I, um, I think it might only end up deciding who wins the group rather than potentially who gets knocked out. And there, there was a scenario after the, the rain off where it looked like South Africa were going to have to win this match. Now they've got, they've got, they've got another fixture against Pakistan and they'll probably still go through if they win that. Uh, yeah. Unless Zimbabwe come back into the, the, the frame. Um, I, I think... I, th- I don't know. I think that's really hard to call. I think India are probably slight favourites, but there's a lot that could go wrong for them. And and I, you know, I, Nokia and Rabada and the boys on quick decks, that could be fun. It could be fun. What do you reckon? Yeah, I, I, I think it's going to be one of those. I think it'll be a nip and tuck game. I think it's, you know, this requires big performances. What's like, your key you battle? Um, well, it's easy. It's easier, but I think the pace bowlers are there. How? Their top, how like Rohit Sharma and Kale Rahul deal with the pace of Nokia um, is going to be quite big. Um, there's plenty of people who would say that um, Rohit Sharma is one of the best pullers of a short ball um, in the game. This will be a different challenge. Like Rabada and Nokia coming in and doing that is, is a, a big thing. Um, it'd be interesting if they play Maharaj or Shamsi um, in this. They've typically gone with the, the, the safer option. Um, but here they might want to add a little bit more variance in as a, a slight underdog, but who knows? Um, but yeah, I think it, that'd be quite interesting. And then the other side, like the, the top the top order, Dukokka's hit runs at the moment, that is good, mm-hmm. but they are carrying Bavuma big time. Uh, they can't afford Bavuma to have a 30 from 30, I think. He might as well just get yeah. out early, but he can't sit and waste two or three overs. They just can't afford no, to. I don't know. Finish. I think he's the sacrifice, isn't he? He's got a very clear role. <laughs> I think India will win. I think Ashwin's going to be a big, a big factor in this. Um, Fair enough. With a few lefties floating around that that South Africa lineup. Uh, Ross, we've got a handful of questions. We're going to bust through them really quickly because we wanted to do a fairly short show today. Uh, which rain do we like most from Udwell, Australian or English? We don't get rain in England anymore, <laughs> do we? <laughs> it's rained. Yeah, climate. We've now basically got Australia's climate uh, from from the past. So uh, you know, we could do with a bit of rain. There's okay. some rain here. We will take your rain, Australia. Dilip says, any particular reason? Do you think, uh, why aren't they, basically this question is, is, is fairly long, but it boils down to why are they not using the backup stadium? They've got the Marvel Stadium in, in, in Melbourne, has hosted cricket matches, has a roof. Why, are the, why is that not in play? Well, <laughs> I have no idea. I have no, maybe I think it's unfair on the, on the things that kind of happen. Like if one game gets rained off in Sydney, there's not the option to play that maybe. indoors. But, um, I'd be playing it. You want to, you want to see these games being played? Like get it in the indoor. Um, then we got and a couple about of... the angles in indoor. Then, then we've got a couple from Finney. 
Um, okay. First one, which is the bigger upset, Zimbabwe over Pakistan or Ireland beating England? Oh, tough yeah. that. Tough. I think Ireland beating England is the big. I'd probably agree. I think um, I think they England... were going to win. That's the thing. England were going to win, and then the rain stopped yeah. it, and so it does seem like a bigger upset. I think England are better than Pakistan as well. Uh, I think Zimbabwe might be slightly better than Ireland. It's quite close that one, but yeah. Um, actually, didn't Zimbabwe lose to Ireland in the qualifier? Fucking weeks ago, that wasn't it. Uh, Vinay says, "What what can the IC do? ICC do to give more opportunities and exposure to associate nations? Uh, we can't just keep exploiting the golden goose, i.e., the top three: England, Australia, and India, and not grow the game. What are your ideas?" Um, well, we've talked about the European tournament. European we? Cup, think, yeah. yeah well, we had the Atlantis I... Cup, didn't we? Because yeah, we invited. Yeah. Quite, and, I quite, and, I quite, and I quite like it's kind of like the um, Copper America. Like Copper yeah. America do that, don't they? They literally have yeah. the, the teams from South America and they're just like, do you want to come and join us? Random country. And they're just like, yeah, that sounds cool. So they could do that. Um, I think there's also a bit around like, bilaterals can be relatively dull, relatively boring. Mm. So I think they should be doing more try series that i quite like the tri-series model and actually having a bit of representation is is no bad thing i think there are a couple of for, for the slightly bigger t- teams as well ireland afghanistan zimbabwe if you want to look at test cricket why when teams go to pakistan or to india do they not play a warm-up test against afghanistan which is a test but instead of doing like an intra-squad warm-up game play afghanistan south africa why are you not playing a one-off test against zimbabwe England, why are you not playing a one-off test against Ireland? Like, you don't have to be, it's, you know, it's not loads and loads of test cricket here we're talking about. It's it's replacing a game that everybody thinks is meaningless with one that at least has meaning from the point of view of the, the opposition. Yeah, um, I like that idea. So you could do that, I think. Anyway, Ross, I think that's enough podcast for today. We're back on Sunday, probably in the evening time. Uh, it will include, will be a show with Dan Weston. Um, yeah. I'm going to be at the NFL. Well, I've only got one more thing to say. And that okay, is got one we've, more got, thing to say. we've got Patreon and our, one of our dear Patreons, VJ, it was his birthday oh, yeah. this week. So happy birthday, VJ. Yeah, happy birthday. Should we sing happy birthday to him? Absolutely not. Yeah, <laughs> bit, bit much that. Uh... See you later. Thank you very much for watching. Sign up for our Patreon. Uh, Patreon.com forward slash cricket podcast. Sports Social Podcast Network. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.